Welcome to your go-to source for entertainment. Wait for it? Gaming? Wait for it? Anime? Plus Ultra! Mr. Eric Almighty and Phil the Filipino? Yeah, they've got you covered. And all you gotta do is wait for it. This is the Wait For It Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Wait For It Podcast. I am your co-host, Phil Smith, a.k.a. Phil the Filipino. And joining me, as always, is your other co-host, Mr. Eric Almighty. And Eric, uh, we are here. It's a little bit of a delayed episode. We had some issues. As far as weather, for those of you that are located here in Florida, you know things can uh, get really, really crazy really, really quickly. And that's what happened last night. There was a pretty bad storm coming through on Eric's side of town. Then as we were about to start, it came, it got to my side of town. So we just decided to delay the episode a little bit. And um, lo and behold, here it is. So Eric, returning to what probably is my favorite new series that we do here on the podcast, which is up high, down low, because as I say each and every single week, everybody loves a good list. So Eric, super excited to talk about this topic we have here today because it's going to be a really big summer Actually, uh, with next week uh, coming up here for DC with The Flash coming out. And what better time to talk about uh, DC than the present? Yeah. And, you know, between that and then me feeling like absolute dog shit, <laughs> that's uh, good enough reason as any to just delay it a couple days. Make sure you guys get the best possible product. And that's what we're going to deliver to you guys today with DC characters. So we've dipped into the Marvel Universe now we're going on the opposite side, which is something we typically like to do with these series. Have a little bit of fun. So join us for that, because I think this will be a good one. Yeah, you know, we've been so Marvel centric on the podcast and, you know, honestly, for good reason, the Marvel projects, for the most part, I would say probably like what, 60, 40 have been good. And if you've listened to us for a while, you know that we've been very critical of DC projects, aside from a few which we're going to be talking about today. And, uh, you know, the ones that we really dislike are certainly going to rise to the top here for this episode. So super excited to discuss it. Want to welcome in any brand new listeners that are checking out the podcast. Maybe you're retroactively coming back from to this episode after Bold Matt Surrey. So if you met us there, thank you so much for checking us out. Um, or if you maybe, again, you just came across us and uh, gave us a listen. We really, really appreciate it. Stick around to the very end of the episode. We'll let you know you can find all the rest of our content as well as a way to support the show a little bit more. And for all of you returning listeners, welcome back. Uh, this is a, I guess, a future message, or this is a message for those of you that we are going to see at Bold Matt Siri next weekend. So super excited to get back to the uh, Prime Osborne Convention Center and hang out with you guys. But Eric, for those of them, uh, for those of the listeners that need a little bit of a refresher or if they're brand new, let them know how Up High Down Low works. And then let's get into our lists. Yeah, so Up High Down Low is the series where we take a topic and come up with a best slash worst ranking list. For this episode, we rank our favorite three and our least favorite three DC characters, setting ourselves up to be judged forever on the internet. And Phil, this includes DC heroes and villains, right? If not, I did not prepare well. No, I've got a good mix of both heroes and villains on mine. Wait, no, I don't. I just <laughs> I looked at my list. Never mind. I do not have a good mix of heroes and villains. Maybe you do, but mine I is do. mine is it's it's interesting. You guys will see, you know, which way I went as far as uh, these lists go. But Eric, we always start on the positive side of things with up high, 
And let's go ahead and jump into my number three here this afternoon. And this is a show and a character that I have highlighted here on the podcast in the past. And it's a show that continues to put out really, really great content as far as episodes on HBO Max. And Eric, I'm sure you will not be surprised that this character ended up on my list at number three, which is Kaylee Cuoco's Harley Quinn. Uh, The Harley Quinn animated show is fantastic. It took everything in me not to put Kite Man here. <laughs> no, I know. I I was holding my breath literally. I was like, he is not about to do this. We are not about to do this. <laughs> it was so close. It was at like the 11th hour that I decided, no, let me not do that. I went with the main character, although I could have also gone with some of the other characters. Ivy is really, really great on there as well. King Shark, um, really, really fantastic. And uh, But I did go with the main title character, Harley Quinn. Eric, again, this is a show that ha- that's like right up your alley. It's animated. It's only like 25 minutes long. I just need you to please take the plunge into Harley Quinn. It is so good. I know you're not using your HBO. Sorry. I know you're not using your Max subscription enough. You need to watch Harley Quinn. No, I'm I'm going to get to that. If I'm going to possibly get to it, but if TikTok gives me the Harley Quinn algorithm, then I'm pretty much watching it. So one of those two things is bound to happen. This podcast is going to end soon. Why? I, I'm watching Ted Lasso like Stop it! Ass. Stop, stop, okay. stop. Get to your number three, please. <laughs> okay. Um, so my number three is, it's, it's actually really interesting. This is a personal choice of mine. Uh, and again, listen, if you're like a huge comic book person, like this is probably not the ranking list for you. There are way more qualified people like over at the Short Box Podcast, plug for them. Uh, they they are the comic book uh, comic book podcast you should be checking out. We are just two goofs talking about our favorite characters. In mine, when I was younger, I adored this series. I already like the character. This character being the most iconic character, arguably in DC, and that's Batman. However, the version of Batman I'm selecting is Terry McGinnis's Batman Beyond, and I used to love that series. I love the twists and the turns. I love the older Bruce Wayne with the new Batman. All of it worked for me when I was that age. And this will make sense with my number one pick that also had a similar impact, but Batman Beyond, my number three, probably surprising, but I know a lot of people love that series. I am one of them. Love that pick very, very much. It was another uh, definitely in consideration for me. And um, again, I kind of spoiled a little bit. My list is very villain centric. If you again, if you listen to us for a while, you know that we really love our villains here at the Way Forward podcast. But yes, Batman Beyond, fantastic. I really, really love that pick. And um, yeah, glad that they made it. uh, uh, Glad that he made it on one of our lists. So really, really solid there. Uh, Number two, let's get into my number two here, Eric. And honestly, I'm sure that this character is on your list. And I think maybe you'll be a little surprised that it's uh, but also, also maybe happy because maybe we don't have matching lists. And I honestly don't think you can make one of these, whether it's top three, top five, top 10, whatever it is. You can't make a list when you're talking about DC characters and not discuss Heath Ledger as the Joker. It's just impossible to make one of these. And if you think otherwise, you're wrong. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just want to point that out right there. But it is a performance. And I don't know what the exact amount of screen time is, Eric, with this character. But I know it's not very much. Heath Ledger left this legacy and a performance that is still trying to like be lived up to till today. And Joaquin Phoenix did an excellent job. I think we can all agree upon that. But this performance from Heath Ledger, 
is something that stands the test of time and will continue to do so um, not only in film, but also cosplay, which we talk about artwork. You know, it's, it's just going to be something that's going to be around forever. And it impacted people that are not only comic book fans, but people are just fans of film as well. Yeah, no, you'll, you'll be surprised to know the Joker is actually an honorable mention. I tried my best to not put the Joker in my top three. And really what that came down to is there's so many iterations of the character. I don't want to say it's watered down a bit, but especially if you're just trying to talk about one, there are so many good ones. Heath Ledger, obviously a personal favorite as well. Um, that's a very good pick. I mean, most people are going to have the Joker or Batman or Superman, like these big, big characters. I have a big character saved for number one. Number two, also maybe surprising. And again, a personal Eric pick. This is a character I've always thought is the coolest, like the badass villain that you want to see. Some people don't know if he's a Batman villain or a Teen Titans villain, but either way, whenever he shows up, he's awesome. Deathstroke is my number two. And I absolutely, I would say that's probably my favorite villain in DC that's not named the Joker. So any iteration, especially on the Green Arrow series on the CW, which very much after the season Deathstroke appeared, kind of took a tumble downwards. It was one of the best seasons, one of the best live action iterations, and the animated iterations are really good too. So that is my choice, Deathstroke at two. Really great pick. Did you, you didn't play Batman Origins, did you? I don't believe you did. I did not play Origins, no. Okay. Yeah, because the Deathstroke boss fight is really, really good in that game. Uh, I think as time has gone on, the Batman, that Batman Origins game has gotten a little bit of a kind of a cult following and it is a very good game. So I think you would enjoy it. You know, we need to do the Batman games as a game room episode sometime in the future for sure. Were you bummed that we never got the uh, Joe Manganiello Deathstroke? Were you intrigued by that? I was more than intrigued. I was ready. I was ready and very disappointed to see it's probably never going to happen. Yeah, that guy's a huge nerd for those of you guys that don't know. Uh, he may not look it, but he is one of us. I love that guy. So uh, hopefully he gets the opportunity to to really bring that character to light sometime in the future. But Eric, as always, you know, our up high usually goes relatively quickly. Uh, so let's get to my number one, which I definitely think is going to be a out of pot or like a um, an unexpected selection. Uh, not for you. I think you'll understand why I picked this character, but for maybe again people that are hardcore DC fans. Again, this we are this is not we are not the comic book nerds. Like Eric, I want to reiterate that again. I pick my, my number one up high character uh, because of the impact it had on me. How much I enjoyed this character. How much I enjoyed the performance by the actor that portrayed them. And Eric, I don't know if this is a surprise or not. My number one is Peacemaker. John Cena was fantastic in this role. He was hilarious throughout the entire thing. And obviously, I'm a huge John Cena fan. But I have a little bit of an affinity for the Suicide Squad film. I liked it definitely way more than you did. Uh, and then John Cena kind of carried that over into a character that I think we were all a little concerned or like confused as to why they got their own show. And then we saw it and we're like, okay, this is awesome. I don't know where that character stands. I'm sure John would love to reprise it at any point. But now with James Gunn so busy doing other things, I am a little worried it's going to be a long time um, or we may not ever see the character again. But I did see enough of it to make such an impact uh, that I just go back and watch that show in pieces all the time because his performance was so great. I mean, number one, though, that was surprising. I did not see that coming. 
Uh, that is a that is an interesting, interesting number one. My number one, very straightforward. Uh, he's got a huge movie coming up, and we will be reviewing it on our TikTok. That is the Flash, and that is my number one character. I not only love the CW series at first, there's a theme there with those CW TV shows. They're really good initially, and then they go downhill. Before it goes downhill, though, really, really great that that version of Barry Allen. But I also like the other characters like Wally West, and there's so many other iterations that you can point to. Each one is interesting, and it all comes down to, really, it's it's very, very much, I don't want to say necessarily DC Spider-Man, but there are some similarities there, you know, for the Aunt May, you know, how important that is in Uncle Ben. You've got this parent relationship with the Flash that is so important for Flashpoint. And then you've got a row gallery of villains that I think are really interesting. I love the Flash every time, you know, that character comes uh, comes up, shows up, especially in the animated series. He was one of my personal favorites. So the Flash, number one, probably my safest pick uh, out of the three I've done. Yeah, a character safe. I don't know if you're safe around Ezra Miller, but that's a, you know, a story for. Another oh, yes. Time. I wanted to clarify <laughs> this. Ezra Miller's The Flash specifically uh, is not <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> Oh, man, the, the man kidnapped people walking around Hollywood. It's, it's wild. Glad we could clear that up. Wanted to make sure we, we uh, got that out there. Uh, but yeah, no, again, the Flash, I think, is a certainly an iconic character. One of my favorite characters to play as an in Injustice. I could have easily put some Injustice characters on here. Honestly, Superman, uh, the Injustice Superman, also very much in contention for one of my up high picks. But Eric, any other comments or concerns, questions before we move into the fun part, which is always down low? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited for this one. I think it's going to be really interesting to see where we went with this. I definitely went a little bit down the rabbit hole for some of these characters. So really curious where we end up. And it sounds like you didn't have a lot of heroes. I also do not. So, yeah, I, I didn't really have to go that far down the rabbit hole. These were all pretty surface level. <laughs> so mine is going to be pretty simple well uh, eric i'll go ahead and start us off again for the down low portion of this episode and uh, this is a film that for some reason uh, dc fans defend uh, eric you and i saw this in theaters and just had an absolutely terrible time and this character was one of the reasons why we had a terrible time and that is jesse eisenberg's lex luther and i think jesse eisenberg is a very very skilled actor and i think in certain roles uh he has excelled but for this version of lex luther and listen i don't need a necessarily a physically intimidating lex luther but i wanted a lex luther that i feel like is either a step ahead um or just incredibly intelligent jesse eisenberg's lex luther came off more as just kind of insane kind of like rambling as opposed to being like a really really threatening villain and it really bummed me out, obviously, amongst other things that really bummed me out about that movie. But I was taken back to his performance while putting this list together. And it was truly a uh, an awful time. Yeah, not bad. I mean, it's kind of tough because like if you're going a specific version, yeah, that version, definitely. But like Lex Luthor as a character would have been an argument for, you know, the top for yeah, me. Absolutely. Uh, obviously not that version okay. of, no. the, of the character. But um. Yeah, no, I, I went a little bit of a different route with my picks. So I kind of picked, I don't want to say obscure characters. One of them's probably not because he's been in a movie, but uh, these characters are just dumb. Like they're just really bad characters. And I could have gone more to my heart. An honorable mention is actually Hal Jordan. 
I, I'm not very interested in that version of the Green Lantern. Um, at all. <laughs> no, he's the white one. Oh, is he? I don't know. Yeah. How dare you? He's the white one. You said that so like you were so terrified. <laughs> well, because I knew what you said. John Stewart. I'm thinking of John Stewart. Okay. <laughs> John Stewart is the. Stop, 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 stop. The, <laughs> okay. The other Green Lantern. So you didn't like that, did you? No, I understand now. Stop doing it to people. Not going to. No. Anyway, I went a different direction. I picked characters that are just really fucking pointless. Uh, And this is actually a Flash villain called the Fiddler. (laughs) So the Fiddler is a violinist who fights the Flash at the speed of sound. (laughs) Mind you, the Flash is clearly faster than the speed of sound. So what a stupid villain. Another honorable mention here was like Calendar Man. So you've got a little Calendar Man is great. (laughs) Kite Man's here too. I'm going to be honest with you. You Um, son of a bitch. (laughs) Not great. How would you know? You you haven't even watched the show. You you can't love him like I do. (laughs) That's true. Uh, The Fiddler, though, my number three, uh, pointless villain in a pointless universe. Like out of all the universes he could put up a fight in, the Flash is probably like the worst matchup. (laughs) It's the worst one. Isn't the Fiddler the main character, the character in Demon Slayer has the fiddle over her mouth? That's her, right? That's not her name. Yeah, but I know, but that's what she has over her mouth, right? A fiddle? No, you think she just plays the flute the whole time? Yeah. (laughs) No. (laughs) Demons. This is for the Ted Lasso stuff. My number two. (laughs) Again, we want very different directions for our lists. Mine are obviously very... Very specific. I understand why the fiddler is on your list. Uh, my number two is um, a very another very recent. All of these actually are pretty recent and have left just horrible, um, just horrible impacts on my life. And there's a lot of reasons I put this person and this character at number two. A lot of them are off screen, uh, but also the movie was terrible. Uh, my number two is The Rock's Black Adam. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, All right, that's a little bit of a stretch. He um, he brought this whole thing tumbling down to where we are now, to the point where DC had to essentially restructure their whole plan. And yeah, it's a bad movie. We went and saw the movie and uh, reviewed it and spent time and money on it. And um, yeah, it's a terrible portrayal. And all because, you know, he just refused to be involved in Shazam and refused to accept the fact that Black Adam is... I mean, I don't know whether or not he is a B-tier character, but The Rock certainly wanted him to be an S-tier character, and he's not really. So, yeah, I put number two, uh, The Rock, is Black Adam. Okay. A little bit of a stretch. A little bit of a stretch there. It's not that bad. Not that bad. This character, though, from the original Suicide Squad movie and from everything... I really checked comic-wise to get just a a very high-level synopsis to share about this character. It's a character named after a band I like, which is called Slipknot. And this character dies fairly quickly and stupidly in the Suicide Squad movie. Basically, and Phil, if you want to just type in Slipknot DC to see his outfit from the comics, um, he's just basically a villain who likes to use rope and has exposed nipples. Like that's essentially, that is the character that we're dealing with here. Uh, I'm sure comic book nerds could probably tell me about something cool he did, but all I was able to really quickly find was that he always either dies, is dismembered or injured or captured. 
and very dumb character. So he lives up to his reputation from the movie. Yeah, I do remember this character. I think. Oh, yeah, because they tried to escape. And then obviously Waller blew them up, (laughs) blew him up because he was trying to, like, get away. Not a great character. Uh, Again, maybe somebody can enlighten us on why they are cool. Honestly, there are so many people we could have chosen from the original Suicide Squad movie. And Eric, I'm sure you know who I did pick for number one on my my list. So a very, very uh, easy choice. But yeah, don't blame you at all for putting this one. I honestly considered uh, Killer Croc from the Suicide Squad for this version of Killer Croc as well. Really, really bad. Left a lot to be desired. But uh, Eric, as you know, as you could probably tell from my little tease there, I also went to the Suicide Squad, which doesn't surprise me whatsoever that this um, this movie came up on both of our lists. And I think this probably wouldn't necessarily be number one if we hadn't seen a version of the character that is cool, right? Like we saw it a couple of years ago. Uh, but as is, and as the performance has gone, uh, has come and gone, and all the stories we heard about Jared Leto and how he behaved on set, I don't know how anyone can do anything or pick anybody other than the Suicide Squad's Joker as Jared Leto. Um, and then, you know, knowing what we know about him now, even more so as far as like the Morbius performance and his weird island, you know, like between Jared Leto and Ezra Miller, like two people you don't want in the same room together. <laughs> like it'd be very terrifying. But I've never disliked something more as far as like a comic book film. Uh, than what we saw from Jared Leto as the Joker. And again, it, it's very disappointing, even more so now that we saw Nightmare Joker, which looked really, really cool. And we saw him for like five minutes, if that. That might be being generous, to be honest with you. So, yep, number one for me, Jared Leto Joker. And on it's not really even close. Yeah, I, I guess the only reason I wouldn't put him on the list, and I didn't put him on the list, is because... We did get the nightmare version of that character, and that is top tier Joker like material there. Like I, I ate it up, I, and I'm the last person who wanted to be like, "Oh, Jared Leto killed it," but no, he, like I am one of the people that was like flabbergasted, and that was at the end of a four hour movie to be blown away by that like quick per, uh, performance, that back and forth made me like Ben Affleck's Batman even more. So. Not a bad pick. Definitely understand why you went there. For my number one, Phil, and this is a character I don't know a lot about, but just looking at it, my least favorite. Uh, this is a comic book character, a woman, a Wonder Woman villain. Uh, Phil, if you want to just uh, type in the words Egg Foo, Egg Foo is <laughs> a DC villain. And um, I think you'll understand why. This character is not well received. Uh, what are you? Th- what are you thinking as you're getting a first glance at this character? I'm thinking, you know, representation, baby. <laughs> I was gonna say that it reminded me of you, but I thought that was inappropriate. Yeah, it feels so. a little racist. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little. But yeah, no. That if you just pull up Egg Fu, very uncomfortable grabbing grabbing Wonder Woman with his mustache. Um, just the way he looks, I could not imagine that this is a good character. And uh, Modok is one of my least favorite like Marvel say, designs. 
Yeah. So, yeah. I was going to say, this does remind me of MODOK, and for some reason, Marvel thought that was a good idea. So who's to say DC won't give this a shot, you know, in live action? I'm just saying, they got you to cast. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, again, that, that felt, it felt like you <laughs> no, avoided what? it, and then you came back to it. <laughs> I went a little bit stronger with it. <laughs> It wasn't racist enough, so I had to circle back. <laughs> I really Sorry. feel like you didn't you didn't do so. Um, I, you know, this was great because we both went totally different directions with our lists, and we did. Thank you for bringing Ed Fu, uh, Egg Fu, into my life. That feels like I didn't need to know any of that. I only brought characters at the table that you already knew existed, but now I know about these people. So thank you so much. I appreciate <laughs> you're, it. You're welcome. You need a new profile pick. There you go. Okay, again, you're doubling down on the, on the, the racism. We're already like, we're already there. We're already there. There's no turning back at this point. I, I feel like no, we, you brought us here. We we weren't there. <laughs> Get an egg food tattoo tomorrow. God. All right, folks. Well, hey, what did y'all think of our up high, down low lists? Um, what who would be on your up high down low do you agree disagree are you an egg foo stand did we upset you here today please let us know and uh, one of the best ways to let us know is to find us on social media and all those social media links are in the link tree link of this episode um also if you find yourself maybe listening on either spotify apple podcast something like that leave us a five-star review it's one of the best ways you can support the show and Eric, if they're feeling a little generous and they want to support the show a little bit more, let them know how they can do that. Yeah, so at the link in our bio, you can go directly to our Buzzsprout page and leave a donation. Or instead, you could go to our Patreon, become a supporter like Briar. And as a patron, you'll be able to get exclusive perks like unedited video versions of episodes like this one, merch, and early access. So if you're willing and able, we would truly appreciate that support. Phil, we have so much to look forward to here with Bull Matsuri and the rest of our lineup this month. Again, make sure to check our social media for all of that information. With all that out of the way, my name is Mr. Eric Almighty. That is my co-host, Phil the Filipino. And please don't forget, we release new episodes on the audio side of our podcast every Monday and Wednesday with bonus content on our TikTok. All you got to do is wait for it. So... I heard you're looking for a go-to source for entertainment. Wait for it. Gaming? Wait for it. Anime? Plus Ultra! Mr. Eric Almighty and Phil the Filipino? Yeah, they've got you covered. And all you gotta do is... Wait for it. This is the Wait For It Podcast.